The money tree, nigga. Yeah. The Vino De Nero's 40. Yeah, nigga. Look, uh. Fucking stay pen, I'm heading out of state. Smoking cake, blowing gas, that can choke your eight. Stack the guala at a flowing rate. Fucking cake, hoes pocket watching just so they could blow a grape. Off the block, there was no escape. Life tried to fuck me raw, we ain't talking even really date. So much pressure, food on the plate, you would think it's sirloin, the circumstances at stake. Huh, they couldn't read me through Rosetta Stone. And welcome back to the Music Buds episode nine. This is the home for unfiltered reviews of projects you never heard of. And if you don't know, I am Preston Bud, the Music Bud, and I'm here with my friend Jarrell. Hey, what's going on, guys? And uh, before we get started, go ahead and plug your stuff because uh, I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Ready on, radio. So, uh, so hey guys, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, jpowellmusic. Send me a, a request to follow if you'd like to do so. Uh, and I am a busy podcasting son of a gun. Uh, I do a lot of podcasts. Uh, I obviously there's this one. I also do a video game podcast called the Gamish for Life podcast. Uh, each and every Saturday, discussing all things games. I do that with my with my good friend Arthur Thomas. Uh, we started doing some video content as well. Uh, so we do have a YouTube page that we just started it up. So feel free to check that out. Like and subscribe as well. Uh, if you are, you know, a gamer or just wanting to see what's going on in the gaming industry, talk about a lot of video game news. And then also I do a, a uh, because I'm a musician, I do a, uh, a music podcast called The 440 Guitar Podcast. Uh, and recently I just started to drop some new episodes. It's been a little slow on uh, the episode release side for a little bit now, but I finally got in contact with some amazing artists. One of the artists is one where I've been inspired like to play guitar, like from like when I discovered him many, many years ago. Uh, and I, and per the internet, I did do a search. It's actually the first, I think this episode release, when I release it, it's the one with Carson McWerther. Uh, I will be the first podcast to have a full music episode podcast uh episode for this artist so pretty cool. pretty yeah pretty cool stuff uh just because that artist he's not necessarily uh he's he's very hard to get a hold of and i, I managed to get a hold of him so uh yeah feel free to check those out and then uh the project we're reviewing today is villains always prosper by rob de niro and yeah. uh this was sent to me on instagram by the executive producer actually um mm. Davino. So appreciate you for sending. He's been, you know, very cooperative with trying to send music and everything like that. So I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for letting us play your music. And um, so let's get let's start off with you. Uh, the first song, Punchline, by oh no, sorry that that's another gripe with this whole fucking thing. By the way, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, go Each ahead, song. yeah, because I want to talk about the presentation of the of how yeah. it looks behind. Go right, let's, let's do this presentation first. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so album cover straight away, yeah, didn't draw my attention, and I just thought it was going to be a bad project just from the album cover. Mm. Sorry to say it, I think it it's just... because it's the old school Joker. If it was Heath Ledger. I would have been like, "Ooh, what's going on in this?" I mean, like, something about that, and just even the quality of it, like, mm. like it's blurry and it's not even like it looks like you know, like somebody printed out a mixtape and trying to hand it to you on the street, like I one was, of those. I was gonna say that it has a very <laughs> the whole project is very like I feel like it has like old head mixtape vibes. 
Yeah. 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 But um, I wasn't too disappointed. Notice I said two. Um, it was. I think they have some good rappers on here. It took me. It took me a second to figure out what the hell was going on. Mm. I was just like, all right, this is the artist. This is the song. So I actually hit up um, Davino and I had to ask him. And he was like, oh yeah, he's just a producer. And Rob De Niro's just a producer as well. So like, it's just kind of like that DJ Khaled kind of thing. Mm, yeah. But he's producing the whole album and just putting the artists on it. But I really wanted to hear more from the artists specifically. Mm. Mm. Well, what did you have to say about the presentation? Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely hit the nail on the head for me. It's funny we agree on something for once. Um. <laughs> <laughs> for once. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought when I first saw the presentation, I was just like, uh, I don't know, like these fonts I've seen before from like, uh, like iMovie or like Pinnacle, something like that, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, so it definitely absolutely had like, you know, some guys trying to sell me a mixtape on the corner, you know, like it just mm-hmm. it definitely had that vibe there. And then I think you were about to kind of bring this up too, as far as for how the songs are like titled with the features, the features are the start of like each track. So like track one, like the actual rapper is punchline. And then it says dash pay the villain when like every, when every normal track, like listing on like uh, on a Spotify or on, you know, Apple music, it'll show the title of the record and then in parentheses featuring whoever's doing it or it'll or just show. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or buy or just show like the credit of the artists mm-hmm. on there. So this is a very odd, like way of, of, of doing that. And I don't know if that was intentional, but I think if the whole point of the project is to reach like as many people as possible, I think it, my recommendation on the next project, like just, just have it in the formal the formal way because it was kind of like a little confusing at one point um i will say this too and this is absolutely not a slight this is just kind of like a realistic sense um i feel like the i feel like the starting price because you can buy this on Bandcamp. so absolutely if you want to buy the songs individually or buy the record in its entirety you can buy it on Bandcamp. i've actually been starting to buy more projects on Bandcamp too just because streaming doesn't fucking give artists anything um Mm -hmm. a fraction of a penny um so uh so but they're charging a I, i feel like they're charging a lot for this like it's 20 or more when you know, there's projects. I feel like they could have they could have had it maybe fifteen or ten or more because someone could someone could pay twenty. You know what I mean? But I just feel like when it comes to in comparison to you know, obviously you're 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 releasing a rap project. There's a bunch of other projects out there as well. You kind of want to be competitive with pricing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to take a risk where it might be a loss, but you might end up coming out you know breaking even or even more because someone might put more than you know whatever you had so in my opinion i feel like this is a 10 this is a 12 dollar project and then a 20 dollar project i just it feels a little steep to me personally just as a consumer uh, i'm not trying to i'm not trying to count it to like the quality of work being 12 just me as yeah. a consumer buying music i feel like 12 is a little more fair than 20 so that's why i said that's for sure especially for how short the project is too it's like mm-hmm. 11 tracks and each track is like two minutes mm-hmm. And then when you get to the tracks, probably like a minute of the two minutes is actual rapping. Yeah. So yeah. I think twenty dollars is definitely a steep price. Mm. And to me personally, twelve is is pretty steep too. Mm. But as a producer album, you know, he has other artists that he 
needs their cut too. So like I, yeah. I guess I get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, if you're gonna do that, we need some more rap and make these tracks longer. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So the first song was by Punchline called "Pay the Villain." What you think about that one? Um. Oh, one last thing. Sorry, I know we're doing so well on organization. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Drew. I know, I know. I personally like villains always prosper. I would have put Omni Man on the cover because, like, because Invincible is super popular right now. Everyone loves Omni Man, especially in the nerd world. Like, yeah, that's true. put Omni Man on the cover, like, and that would it, that would connect with younger kids too like oh like that's pretty cool i've never seen that before let me you know, let me check yeah. that out and obviously i don't know if there's any type of like maybe type of copyright infringement things of why you can't put that image on there but i think that would have been cool but anyway the first song uh punchline uh i did not like this song personally um and then All right, we disagreeing already again yeah okay here we go <laughs> now we're going to traditional traditional form uh my my uh, my problem with this one uh, was every other line, like I feel like the the ad the, the ad libs are just way too loud, and it's like literally every line versus every other line, where it's like nah, 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 nah. yeah, <laughs> I was just like oh, like I can barely hear like the punch the actual punchlines of each uh, each bar, and then I thought the and I thought the I thought the the punchlines were very okay. Like I thought they were fine. You know, I feel I like I can agree with that. I feel like it was kind of just like freestyling over it. Yeah. Um, the production was okay. Um, I'll talk about the production a little more uh, during the episode because I kind of have a separate opinion about it. But what mm. what were your thoughts on on this one? So the beginning of the song, like I was, I was very skeptical. Mm. Um, I really like the dude's flow, punchline. I like his flow, and mm. I love the raw sound of the song how it sounded like there was like a record playing in the background the whole time like i really liked that sound of it mm. but like you were saying about the lines of for this song and even the other ones and this song is actually one of the ones i like mm. i feel like not i feel like everybody in here i don't think anybody really had much to say or they just couldn't get it out there right mm. like when i feel like everybody's a dope rapper minus one person Mm. but <laughs> I, I just feel like i don't know like they were rapping and it's like oh yeah they can rap but nothing is being said mm. and then i really had a gripe with this song especially because after that minute of rapping minute and a half of rapping there's a whole minute of a stand-up joke and the joke wasn't even funny <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to give it a chance you're like well maybe it'll be a funny joke ah, what's a funny joke ah. <laughs> and then and actually, to get to get into this even more, mm. because all these artists are on here, I feel like none of them were put in place for a reason. Like everybody's mm. just like, "Oh, your track is here, your track is here, your track is here, your track is here." I don't feel like it was a cohesive project. Mm. I agree. I agree with that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like to me, it's like if you're gonna do, there's, there's. And, and, and I know what you mean as far as like, you know, the end of a song, uh, the end of a song, there's like some type of like inter interlude or whatever. And like, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, I know for um, burden of proof, you know, Benny the butcher, there was a couple of like, there's a couple of like inserts like that, you know, mm-hmm. on this project that you know, I, some were good. Some are like, eh, I could have not, I could have did without that. But, mm-hmm. 
you know, to me, it's like if you're gonna do, if you're gonna title it, villains always prosper, and you're gonna put the old school Joker on the the cover. Have some type of continuity with the interludes. Have them be like Batman Joker related, like you know, inserts. Like that would have been kind of cool. You know what I mean? Or just like, or just inserts of like various villains. If we're saying villains always prosper, plural. You know, like. I think that would have been kind of neat to do. And obviously, you know, copyright shenanigans, I don't know what you can do, but it just gets annoying when there's, there's, like you said, where 80% of the song, which is a minute and 43 seconds, just giving a random mm-hmm. example, you know, you have, you have rapping and then you have like 20% of an insert. Like that's kind of like too much, you know, yeah. like I would rather have a whole interlude uh, dedicated to uh, you know ad lib whatever stuff skit etc. Build the story of the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Intro, outro stuff, and then the rest to be fucking bars and rapping. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know who the stand up comedian is, and you know we don't really have the full context of the joke, or at least mm. it doesn't sound like it. And um, I think there's a song later on. I don't remember noting it, but I think it was a line from Goodfellas that was mentioned. So maybe mm. they're just using villains from like every yeah. from like different different properties, you know? Yeah, but that's the only thing I could think of. It probably it's probably an old school stand up artist yeah. that I'm probably not privy to, you know, like a Lenny Bruce or something. <laughs> yeah. So. And then um, the next track was Mark Lord, Mark Ford, Mark Ford. Uh, why am I just catching that? The money tree, which is the one that we opened up the uh, opened up the podcast with. Yeah, and that was another one. Sounded good, like the guy, the cool guy flow, but then it was just way too fucking short, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> way too short. <laughs> I actually really liked the beat on this. I thought it really mo- see like it's kind of like what I was talking about from my previous episodes, where there is. There is a um, you can feel when a producer and a rapper where their creativity really meshes well, like a, a, a very short example. And I don't know if you want to talk about this on the show or not, but like Tyre, the, Tyre, the creator, you know, his project came out, you yeah. know, and and the, the DJ that, you know, he worked with on the project, like it's just create a whole drama. Yeah, DJ drama to create a whole new like aura of like of both of their abilities, like amplified, you know what I mean? And just like, yeah. just an amazing collaboration. So I think the collaboration for the, for the, you know, producer and Mark Ford, uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. But, but yeah, the, the downside too short, man, too short. Yeah. I feel like he could have gone, you know, or at, you know, do make it a structured song, put in a hook, give me another verse, at least two verses. No one does three verses anymore, but at least give me two. And this song, <laughs> this song was a minute 44. Yeah. So you probably heard half the song in the intro. Just want to like put that into perspective. You probably heard half the song in the intro. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's yeah. I was thinking about that too. I was like, hey, can you play the song? But don't play too much of it because that's like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead, play the whole thing. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, this song I liked. The first song yeah. I didn't like. This song I liked. I liked the I liked the rapper. Um, and then I, I like the, uh, I like the beat as well. I didn't really care for the ending of the song. Um, that, yeah, it's just, to me, it's just like this very much like, like, I feel like there's, there's things in the, in the songs that where it feels like there's an out of touch 
feel to them <laughs> you know or it's so, like I, yeah i'm like i don't which, understand <laughs> it, it all sounds it all sounds super old school which i'm not like i'm not even like hating because i like yeah. old school rap yeah like and, it, and it's just dope i just feel like it needs to be a little modernized mm. like it has to it has to adapt with the times like don't yeah. even you don't even have to change everything it just has to adapt a little bit yeah and one thing too to speak about adapting to the times like I know we talked about the Bandcamp stuff already, but mm-hmm. like, put it on streaming too. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're like, what is the like if if you're trying to maximize profits? Yes, I guess that you don't have to put it on streaming. But like, besides finding it on Bandcamp, I know it's on YouTube as well. But it's mm-hmm. like all it's like all of it on YouTube. So part of me is just like, dude, like one way or the other, somebody is going to put the shit out for free. Like, you're always gonna have those assholes. They're gonna put mm-hmm. shit out for free. Like. You know, like, fuck them. But you might as well put it out on streaming and have it on Bandcamp. And then just have a message as far as, like, hey, like, if you really want to support, streaming doesn't do shit for any of these artists or myself. Like, like support us through Bandcamp. It would really be great. Because yeah. I know, like, uh, you know, Parks from, uh, from like, the Joe Budden stuff, like, he does albums and stuff. Like, the the Passport Gift. Like, him, like they, they do, like, the, the gift wrapping, you know, like, uh, projects or whatever every year. And they do it on both. They do it on streaming services and they do it on Bandcamp. But like they say, they get like like surprisingly like some some decent numbers like through Bandcamp. You know, people yeah. people pay more than than what they're asking for on the project. So, I mean, and you want it to be accessible, especially if you're you know not super popular. Like mm. if if your fan base isn't there putting it on Bandcamp, you need to get people interested first. Yeah. So like streaming services are are the way to go for mm-hmm. the most part because most general music listeners don't go to band camp for music yeah yeah exactly it's a very it's still like it's fine because band camp isn't super young but it's young enough where like a lot of people don't connect with it and everyone is attached to these stream services anyway you know so it's going to be hard to convince someone to buy an album when they can just listen to it whenever they want as long as they pay their subscription every month you know so like Mm -hmm. i know that's a hard thing to ask for but but yeah i i I agree with you as far as accessibility And then uh, the next song was Ca- uh, I'm about to do it again. The next song was Grand Design by Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> should I should and, I play a little bit of this one? Yeah, go ahead. Play a little bit of that one. All right, cool. Major strap for the backlash came with a strong left lead with the back end. Stacking the build to build the waters a hundred square miles. Toasting my jacket, holding hopeless dreams on my young kids. I'm from the gravel. Attribute pattern shift on the staring, appearing in mirrors. Disclosure, eyes of a soul of a window open. Check the spies now, lifting the back, you down. Got it, this life through the fire, fire wall from my posture. Just spread around of these blue faces to keep the circle tight. I'm doctor, the sign winds over the poplar operative, not in the clean what do you think of this one? I thought it sounded pretty good mm-hmm. um, at most points, at least. Um, there was times, at, even in that clip you just played, where it was just like it sounded like he was kind of rapping out of the pocket, but he kept coming back to it and catching it. Mm. Yeah, and it kind of just it kind of reminded me of like a like a little uh, little bit of like a big pun kind of sound. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, it was cool. I, w- I wouldn't even say like it was one of my favorites on there, even one that I liked. Like it was just it was cool background rap. Yeah, uh, I like I, I, I like the song. Um, uh, I like the the artist. I thought he sounded pretty good. Kind of gave me gave me a little bit of Ghostface Killer vibes. Mm, um, I can see that too. Yeah, it's as far as like his cadence. Uh, and I hate when rap and, and I know I know rappers hate when we say, "Oh, it sounds like this artist." Um, mm. But uh, but sorry, he does. Uh, I mean, but influences are influences. Yeah, you know? yeah. If we hear it. I mean, we hear it. Exactly, I agree. Uh, so yeah, I thought his flow was really good. Um, you know, and uh, the, the, when it came to the beat production, it didn't connect well with with uh, you know the the rapper. But I feel like some of these songs, to be honest with you, like. I don't know if it's how they're exported, but it sounds like they're exporting a track that's already together. If that makes sense, like uh, you would know more about that than me. I don't. Oh, uh, like, I'm, like, I don't know about the producing uh, side like, of stuff. Oh, uh, like, it's it, it sounds like there's a lot of compression on like the actual like the 808s and the um and like the the violin and everything, and it seems mm-hmm. like pulled back a little bit from like just like sonically. So it doesn't sound like everything was mixed in with the artist and then exporting it. Like, it sounds like the volume's a little low. Like if, as if, you know, you were taking a track, just telling him to rap over it and then, like, releasing it. Ah, so, uh, yeah. okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like, it wasn't done live? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, live or just, they didn't have the separate 808 or the separate violin or the separate, you know, piano yeah. or whatever. You know, it just kind of sounded like it was all together to begin with, so... Yeah, kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, the next song was "Kill the Messenger" um, by DNTE. I want to say he's Dante, but I mean that's how it's put. It gave it to us. DNTE capital letters. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's a two minute song, and the rapping doesn't start till like a minute ten, technically. <laughs> like forty seconds. Like forty seconds is like an intro. <laughs> and then he kind of starts like a hook for the next couple seconds and then a minute 10 starts to rap and, and then the song is over and i'm just like come yeah, on i didn't li- i didn't like it at all i was like i, no, I actually like this one did. i was just like come on like rap this <laughs> 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 fucking rap you're on the stage man you got the bike rap shit <laughs> what are you waiting for i'm scared ah, fuck that. Uh, yeah, but, like this this one i actually liked and it, like i don't i'm not sure what it was but it was something about the artist that mm. made me interested like in I, I was actually interested in the artist like i want to hear yeah. more i didn't get a chance to see like if he has other stuff out i want to assume he does mm. but um i'll probably look that up later but yeah look, that's, man just give us more fucking rap <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i just did, i didn't like the uh i'm trying to vaguely i'm trying to remember the, the sonically how the song sounded but i just remember when play i play a clip you're gonna we could play. We could play a minute of every one of these songs <laughs> and still fit a time into this fucking podcast. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's see that then. Let's uh, let's let's play a little bit of this guy. Well, let me see. I'm gonna play the middle of it because the first, the first top of it is uh, minute ten. I already have it clocked. The intro. minute ten is where the rapping starts. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me play. Let me play that. <clears throat> 
these wonder years been hurt by peers angels holding my tears heavens what you make it keep climbing them stairs they say you'll never make it cause it's failure they fear i don't need your applause i don't need your cheer you say you're speaking wisdom cause you got grace in your hair but that's false you still part with kid adulthood coach you see you want the results but thieves can rob empty votes i'm writing down these scriptures like imaginary pictures i can't be selling dope if it's okay you, you know what annoyance for me for this album is that like and i want us to talk about this too i i, I was thinking about it this morning as far as like the boom bapness of it like mm-hmm. it's the beats make me tired (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's one thing when you have like a a very a very source of energy for each song where you have like oh like you know upper and then you have like a lower song you know like Mm -hmm. as far as like as far as like the vibe of it and more boom bap you know influence like i know like uh very random example, but uh, Kanye West's late registration. There are some hot. There are some ones that are like a little up there, but like a little lower. You know, like this one. I feel like it's all at the same kind of like flow, where each song is like track six. I'm like, this is like the longest album. The longest album. The longest shortest album. Yeah, the longest shortest album. Like that's kind of like. That's kind of like my review on this. I'm like, you guys need like there needs to be a little more variety in the beats. Like you can still have some boom bat, but a little more a little more BPM, a little more energy, you know? Like even like New York State of Mind, like obviously a classic boom bat, but energy. There's mad energy in that, you know? So I think a little more variety in like the energy of these of these beats I think would have been nice. And then um I do think with this song with Kill the Messenger, I feel like the rapper could have probably done better on like a a more upbeat track. Mm, yeah. Like if, I definitely feel like his voice like uh, just fits a more upbeat track and then like mm-hmm. the way he was trying to rap, I feel like he was slowing himself down. Yeah, I I I feel I feel that too where he's kind of oh, I'm going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, the 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 beat was fine, but it was boring to me. It was still mm-hmm. too boring. There wasn't too much variety in like the sounds, the changes. That's another thing too. The change, the 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 sound of the beats changing, going to different parts where it's not just all one type of beat. Like I to me there needs to be a little more changes like i'll just like adding some of the different additions of sounds you know like mm-hmm. a, a random example you know is the the like i talked before in new york state of mind like you have that you have that dun, 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 and then you have the, mm-hmm. the chords in there and then you have, uh, you have dun, 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 yeah. dun, like like there's like it's all overlap but like it's layers you know like it, and, and it makes it interesting and it keeps it creates a progression for the song building the beat yeah for this it's kind of like oh like i found this track on youtube let me play it oh here rap all right let me do this you know like that's kind of like what a lot of this album sounds like where like there's not a whole lot of variety in uh the changes of the song and i think i think if you, yeah I, and i know maybe it's hard to do that with how short these songs are but make the songs longer yeah yeah um and and it's it's tough that you even say that because this is a producer's album like yeah yeah if you're gonna make it a whole album of a producer like 
you have to have to have some different sounds on there, you know? Right. Because I don't think anything in this project, I don't think any of the artists are at fault on anything here. I feel like yeah. they have some dope rappers here. It's just they weren't they weren't given enough time. They, <laughs> like the beats and like it's rough. Yeah, I mean I I think I, I agree with most of that. I think more so the problem is the the production and the rappers. There's a couple of rappers I didn't care for. Um but uh but yeah, I think the main I think the main thing is the the production. So yeah. 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 Um then the next track was a uh, Squeaky O. Um no, sorry. Did it. I fucking did it. <laughs> the next track is Opium by Squeaky O. <laughs> yes. 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 Go ahead and play a little bit of that one too since we got time. Cool. We'll do. Match it with your life, this shit ain't adding up. I could go for days, but the attention isn't needed though. Rob De Niro gave me pain, I watch me make my easel blush. The one punch man, but I'm not shalant to everything. I leave the low dramatization amongst my enemies. Class C hero with the ass, glass power gauge. Whipping niggas' asses, and the people still doubt me. This rap game is highway robbery. Suckers on the come up chasing clouds for What did you think about this track? It's kind of the same thing as far as like, it's like they started making the beat and then they didn't add any additions to it and they just exported it. <laughs> you know, like the, the rapper was fine. I thought he was okay. Squeaky O. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, it's kind of more the same for me where it's like, it's the same kind of, you know, and it's just like the same type of, similar very similar bpm and the i didn't like the beat personally i thought they could have used yeah. something else i think there's too many other things that are similar to it you know like i like the i i like like even just going back to like the money tree like that that song i like because like it is different the instrumentation is different it has that old school vibe where like someone's playing an older guitar like there's a there's a difference to that there's a it's different enough compared to the other projects but then when you go to you know the opium. It's just kind of like uh, it's a little more along the lines of all you know, like half of the other songs that we just discussed. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, this song, I like Squeaky O too. I like mm-hmm. this flow. Um, fucking like the rest of this thing, too fucking short. Mm-hmm. But I, I like I like this flow. The the beat was it was okay. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like there really wasn't much to say about it for me. Um, it is one of the ones that I liked off the project, though I can tell you that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, this next track was "Hermanos Muerte" by Bob Styles, X Vincent, and Diao. No, Bob Styles and uh, Vincent, Vincent Diao. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Now that is a villain name. This is the L. We gotta get this guy. He's out of control. (laughs) And then there's Bob Styles. Yes, and Bob Styles. (laughs) (laughs) But this strike I like. Yeah, Um, yeah. I feel like both of them could rap. Yeah, way too short. I mean, if you want to cue that one up, absolutely. Let's do that. 
your glass is half full of apples and fruits you couldn't get a pass to the pew me i got the devil moving you never met a human more met a human i'm actually an owl renting this vessel i'm using all i hear in my head is the hooting close my eyes and see men in red suits threatening the engine and meddling my music if i don't befriend the movement it's evident it's collusion and do i defend or risk losing against they revenge and retribution eminent members of this group is elusive it be the dudes that dispute they'd ever do with doing it yeah, another dope track to me. Yeah, th- this is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. I, I actually liked it a lot. Um, and uh, Vincent Dial, he 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 go he goes goes pretty hard. Goes pretty hard. Yeah. So I, I, I liked his I liked his bars. Thought they're really good. Um, yeah, I thought this molded really well. You know, again, it's a little <laughs> from a sonically perspective, sonic perspective, it's a little too similar to some of the other beats, but I, I, I did like, I liked the pocket that everybody was in, but the pocket yeah. everybody was in was pretty dope. And, you know, so shout out to uh, Bob Styles and Vincent the Alley. You guys sound really good, you know, together, yeah. you know, as well as far as features. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I like this one, but again, to your point, I mean, this one was 252, so a little longer than most of the songs on the project <laughs> but it also had two artists on it true you, know, you give them each a minute yeah I guess. <laughs> exactly it's it's funny too because i always think about that as well when it comes to like especially when it comes to like really big artists where you're like wait you're only gonna have them rap for eight bars <laughs> you know like like this is a high profile dude why are you gonna have yeah. him come in you know because i know like Nas only had like I don't know, six bars or something on the last DJ Khaled project. And I was like, yeah, Nas, man, what are you doing? You know, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought the, but it's thought that was interesting, but, but yeah, overall I, I liked the song. I liked the song. And then there was a uh, Garcia Vega and his song Van Gogh air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can cue that one up. All right. Let's do that. Blocks for deep dives, making bodies disappear. In it for the long run, I celebrate another year. Shifting to another gear, take it up another notch. In your face like airbags, then bounce like I just cut your shots. They gunning for the top spot, I'm staying in my own lane. Genuine like leather, while they hustle you like pro game. Gassing them like propane, got fire like it's kerosene. The truth ain't always black or white, it's somewhere like it in between. I'll run up in the chat again. What'd you think about this one? This one pisses me off, man, and I'll tell you I'll tell you why. This is my favorite song on the project, but it's mixed the worst. Like it's mixed the worst. Like he his vocals are unequivocally lower than any of the other artists on this project. And I like the guy's flow too. So it's like what the fuck, man? Like I don't know if it was Maybe it was, uh, what's homie's name? Garcia Vegas, you know, if like his equipment or whatever, when he did the, when he did the rapping, like, you know, remotely, cause it sounds like most of these artists did rapping remotely. I could be, I could be completely wrong, but, um, mm-hmm. it definitely seemed like he did, but it sounds like his stuff wasn't mixed. It wasn't mixed ap- accordingly, you know? And I, and I actually, this is my favorite beat. It's my favorite beat on the project. And I thought there was enough variation and they could have even done some additional variation where they, they take out the 808, they have the, the da da da, and then like kept out the guitar and just had that go for a little bit. And then everything cue in again, you know, like mm. it was a really dope fucking beat. And then, but the, and this one, but this one's a minute 36. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best beat. It's just like one of the shortest <laughs> songs. Like guys, like stop, like, like, 
as a consumer, it's hard for me to justify paying $20 when you have stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just hard. But anyway, that's that's my soapbox. So I actually, like you said, I like the beat on this one. Mm. And the dude correct, but I just, I don't know if it, him on this beat, I don't know if I liked it as much. Really? Yeah. But maybe it could have been a, a mixing thing like you were saying. But, mm. I, I mean, like I said, he can rap, but... I just, I don't know if he fit this beat enough for me. And then, like you said, too fucking short. It's a minute 30. Like, like I think if Vincent the Owl jumped on this and uh, Mark Ford and Casablanca, that mm-hmm. would be fucking dope. Like, just have it be a four-minute thing and have all those guys, like, step in as yeah. well. I'm happy you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Because all these were produced by the same person. Mm-hmm. Got all these artists together. I wonder why he didn't like put people on one track together, you know? Mm. The only mm. people were Bob Styles and Vincent Diablo, which most likely a duo. Yeah. Or like at least friends, you know? Yeah. But if you're gonna make the tracks this short, you could have you could have put uh, multiple people on one track and made longer songs. Hey, that's a really good point. <laughs> that's a really good point. And and the and the whole project would have probably felt more cohesive because of it. I mean, mm. but I mean, I guess there's like time restraints and all that stuff too. You know, trying to get all these people together, or all these people on the same page. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's just that's part of the business and that and that point of things. Pro- probably, probably. You know, because I know that was my that was my biggest gripe. Well, it wasn't really a gripe with the uh, rappers in danger, as far as just like like oh man, like. I selfishly was like, man, I'd love to see like chakra D skills on more stuff. You know what I mean? Like just selfishly. Cause they, they just, they work so well together. And then obviously they're, you know, more stuff is going to be coming out for them soon. So shout out yeah. to shout out to D skills and chakra uh, and, and, and uh, DBL, you know, and uh, down yeah. by law, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I think you make a really great point, man. And obviously it's probably just the semantics, you know, just like the, the shit mm-hmm. going on. This guy's, you can only do this. And, you know, cause yeah, I think if, a couple of other people were on some of the other songs, like would add some some even more compelling, you know, even more compelling, you know, songs there too. So. And it would have probably made some people more competitive too. Get some actual bars out there because, like I said, a lot of this stuff I feel like people weren't really saying too much. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You know what's interesting about that too. Like I'm kind of half and half on that. Like I know I've talked about I'm a content person, which I still am. Mm-hmm. But I think when it comes to some, sometimes I'm more forgiving. Sometimes a little more forgiving when it comes to like you don't have to do like you don't have to like talk about like how your mother raised you all the time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, you can just you, you can just do you know just do some body shop you know bars and everything. So some projects I'm okay with with it not being as uh, introspective, um, especially when it comes to shorter projects. Uh, but, and it's even more impressive if you can do that in a shorter project, mm. but, um, I won't automatically call for that every time for, I'll, yeah. I, I, my ears usually when I listen to, you know, like some like hip hop or something like that, I'll think of, okay, how does the artist, how does the artist, uh, mold well with what the producer's done? Okay. How's the person's flow? Okay, cool. Then I'll go into content. Okay. How are the bars? Okay, cool. And then, and then could they done something differently? Uh, a, a, a ju- not a juxtaposed, but just like when it comes to the actual feel of the music. So like, I kind of like 
not even like thinking about it, like thinking about it now, like that's kind of how my brain works when I listen to music, yeah. when it comes to hip hop in general specifically. Um, that's kind of how I break everything down. So I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to like, even those guys are really saying anything like beats fucking dope. Sounds great. Like that's kind of how I feel with Ghostface Kill. Like he's one of my favorite yeah. rappers. I don't know what he's saying half the time, but God damn it. That flow, <laughs> that flow, that pocket. He's just like a so, ma- master. So you absolutely have a point. Like, you know, not everything has to be woke. Not everything mm-hmm. has to be, you know, like some deep introspective thing. Yeah. But I think it was more like a production side of this project specifically too. when mm-hmm. it's going for that old school boom bap. Like it wasn't very braggadocious sounding. Like there mm. were no bars that stood out to me. Like everybody was just rhyming words. And yeah. I don't really know if anybody had, I wouldn't say anybody because uh, Dante to me had something that made me want to hear more, you know? Mm. Mm. But when it, when you give us a minute and a half of somebody rapping or even a minute, if that, it's like, what's keeping me to listen to this artist? Like, yeah. I feel like this whole thing was just more of, the producer trying to flex and not giving the artist their shine on his productions. Yeah, that is interesting too, especially when you have a project where the front of it is the producer and you have a bunch of artists and everything. I find that to be another interesting thing as well. Um, like I know, um, what's his name? Robert Glasper, where he does like the, the what is it the black experiment um yeah, yeah yeah like those are like amazing projects and everything but his name is on it because mainly he's the one who you know orchestrated the whole thing and mm-hmm. got everybody together to make these songs um have you listened to those by the way like one yeah, and two not all of them oh no. the second one is fucking amazing i love From it robert glasper i think the only ones i really heard were um black radio and okay yeah and fuck your feelings. Oh, okay. Was. You're you're missing really you're missing the best one. <laughs> Cuz I didn't like fuck your feelings very much, but uh the the Fuck your the, feelings were hit and miss for me. Yeah, yeah. I know he got a lot of, you know, a lot of dope accolades for it, but uh yeah, the 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 Robert last the Black Radio 2 specifically for that was you would love it. You would love it. So I highly recommend checking that out, but uh check it out. Yeah. So the next song was Tyson Make by Noise82. Let me start with off with, uh, you know, what kind of fucking username is that? <laughs> it's not a rap name. But go ahead and cue it up because it was a cool song. It was, yeah. it was cool. It was cool. Right. But right. come on, man. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And come back and still give niggas high five. Let's do it. What we doing today? High level anointed by Jesus. White divas hopping the beamers. Mink dragging on the floor for non-believers. Holy water polished sneakers to rock these haunted features. I'm lauded from bottom feeders. The squatch and dawns and leaders. Sipping Dharma dreamers. I'm gone. Beyond anything these niggas on. Pimp game is King David Psalms, nigga. These other niggas need a magic wand. They not villains but vagabonds trying to make kings out of pawns. Uh, dollars falling out the sky. Yeah, uh, like I said, this song was cool to me. Um, another one, I mean, 
again like most of the projects just too short but i, I liked i liked the how i liked how the dude sounded and the beat itself it was it was cool i liked the horns for sure mm. you know i i feel bad i i i feel like i have to apologize to this artist and the reason why is because i was so fucking tired <laughs> <laughs> listening through all of these songs like everything has such a slow bpm like i was literally like like dragging through the album so by the time it hit this project i didn't even i didn't give time of day man i was just like i hate this (laughs) dude you got fatigued after 10 minutes of music i got (laughs) roughly 10 minutes of music that's that's the power of beats per minute dude like i was just like (laughs) i don't even like the last three songs i didn't even like i didn't really give them the time of day because i was just like i mean i listened to them but i was so exhausted from like the slow bpms throughout most of it but the guy sounds good. His flow is really good. His flow is yeah. really good. So I would, I would, I, I would like to, to hear. You know, I'm curious. I'm curious to look up the guy. You know, he's yeah. he's part interest where I want to see some other stuff that he's wrapped on or been on projects that he's been on. But I kind of wanted to ask you about that too. As far as like the beats, like as far as like when it comes to boom bap in the sense of not as high, you know, energy. And I know, like West Side Gun, you know, we always talk about Griselda in, in this mm. in this show. It shows how young we are, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, like I know, like West Side Gun, like he has a lot of he has some projects that are a little bit on the slower side. Like I always think of uh, Fly God Two. Mm. Uh, I think of um, I think of Pray for Paris. Yeah. You know where they're more so slower vibe. Like I'm wondering what stands out to those compared to say a project like this where it's also bpm pretty slow you know what i mean like i'm curious to get your your thoughts on so, that so um the bpm doesn't really bother me too much mm-hmm. I, I like the slower vibes um in general mm-hmm. um so the bpms didn't bother me too much but and with that comparison i think the difference between them are the artists like you need to have an artist that can rap and keep your attention on that kind of beat. Yeah. Because people that listen to that kind of music are looking for bars and lines to catchy hooks and everything like that. Yeah. Like they, they want something that's going to keep them there. When you have a slow BPM and a, I don't want to say mediocre, but I'm going to a mediocre bars. It's it, the fatigue is going to kick in like it did for you. Like yeah. it's definitely going to kick in. Yeah. It kicked in for me with a uh, Tyson Minx. Oh, okay. And um, but I, you know, I was still able to listen to it. I mean, uh, I was able to replay every song because it was only two minutes. So, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I was able to replay songs that I felt like I wasn't giving too much attention when I wasn't when I was like zoning out of them. Yeah. So yeah. BPMs didn't really bother me too much. I just think the artist needed time to shine on them. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the biggest thing with it. Yeah. You know you know, you know what 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 pops in my mind too as far as like a lot of people a lot of people make songs at least and I guess specifically talking about hip hop um you know a lot of people they make songs specifically for the intent of them being played at a club, 
or just like yeah. outside at a party, like having that vibe where like the, you know, the, the producer or whatever, the rapper producer, the collaborate, like, Hey, I want this fun man at fucking, you know, my, my homie's place, like yeah. mad people, like big fucking party. We can play this joint. It'd be dope. You know, where this is more like I'm out. I'm, I'm in my car. I'm smoking. I'm waiting before I go back into the house. Like I would play this. <laughs> Yeah, or you like, or, your, or your or your friends are like some real hip hop purist kind of people yeah. who like don't need the the flashiness of the productions and stuff to keep their attention. Yeah, like that's what this project is for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like I feel like if you do do that, I feel like everything else needs to be. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's a little bit more. Uh, there's a little more at stake just because if if everything is you know not not hitting the same spectrum and you have the slow bpm it's like everything else needs to be fire you know what i mean like uh one one out al- one uh the last album that gangstar released not so mm-hmm. long ago, a couple years ago i fucking love that project yeah. i love that project like it had some slow boom bap stuff on it too but like it's fucking gangstar and then you have like you know you, you got cole on there you know you got q-tip on there so you got like mad people on there but um yeah, I just feel like there's a little more vulnerability of everything else, you know, if you decide to make a project that's like that, you know, so. You know. And that, that actually brings me to a point. Mm. What is the target audience for this project? Yeah, it seems like, like old heads. Like, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm getting. Even because. But how many old heads do you know is on Bandcamp? I don't know. I, I mean, don't even know many old heads that, pay, that use streaming services too much, you know? That's a good point. I think. Um, that's a good point. You know, I, I I feel like if I feel like old heads would have to know Bandcamp. You know, like especially if they know that streaming doesn't make you shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's and, and then Bandcamp's mad easier to upload, and it's like right there the same day versus you yeah. know Spotify, Apple Music. You gotta wait four weeks for the goddamn song to be available. But mm-hmm. um, when you're uploading as an artist, but uh, yeah, I and that is a good point too and that kind of goes back to what we discussed earlier in the show as far as like the production of it how the songs are even written down like like applied like when you see them because yeah, like four times you're like fuck that's not the name of the song yeah <laughs> that's that's the artist you know so like yeah again man like for like just like when it comes to just representation like just like the presentations is everything you know and uh and yeah as far as it being who's it marketed to i don't really know i feel like it's more so towards those purest boom baps but it's like are those purest boom baps gonna pay twenty dollars or more i don't yeah. know i don't know and and i don't know if and and, and, and you know, i can't blame anybody so that's kind yeah. of I just feel like the, the, the package in general, I feel like it needed to kind of be analyzed a little more. It, but yeah, I agree. Like, that should be one of the biggest questions. Who, who is this song for? You know? Yeah. So yeah. Who, who are these songs? Who do you want these song, people to buy these songs, listen to these songs? Especially because, like, 26, and I can't see myself playing any of these songs, like, even just hanging out with my friends who mm-hmm. are, like, rap fans. Like, I can't see myself like, yo, check this song out. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't much to like. <laughs> oh, check yeah. out check out this uh, insert at the end of the song. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that funny? No, it wasn't. Why did you play me this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I like I don't know I don't know any occasion that I can play any of these songs to like try to put people on, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> with that, on to the next track was yeah. um, Shaw Calhoun and his track was slipped the bank teller a note 
This one was completely skippable for me. Did um, did we do Trey Eight? Did we skip over him? Oh wait, shit, we did. Yeah, my bad. Okay, my bad. Trey Trey Eight song was Blue Dream Demeanor. To cue it up. Yeah, go ahead, cue that one up. All right, cool. Let's see. Drop that love shit and started clocking Benji's. The slippers I rock is Fendi. Bad bitches compliment me. It's nothing new though. No crip, rock a lot of Pluto. The space OG, I cop it out in Pluto. He got punched in his shit for trying to lead a crew. His nose leaked so fast, it started bleeding blue. And I ain't never seen that before. But best believe you're talking that talk. We at your door. If you're scared to shoot it, then why did you pack it for? Your life is worth the price of two. So with this song, I actually did like it, but I kind of feel like the sample kind of carried. But I, hated, we... I hated that sample. Really? <laughs> For the first part? I, I, it, so yeah, it, I, was, I was just about to say, the first part specifically, mm. I don't think it was as good as the second part. So can you cue up that second part? Yes. I think it starts at like a minute 30 or something like that. Okay. Let me, let me double check. Yeah, like a minute 30, minute 32. All right, let me play that. Man, you know, you know, it's Ocho. Rob De Niro, what up? Listen, you seeking for relationship advice on the Reddit form? Oh, his sweater off white? Bet I'll Reddit form. Rock his ass, good night. Bedtime stories, never Reddit form. Kid, I ain't copping your kicks if they was already warm. Just better be a stare. Fuck out of my face with that. All red sneakers, but the lace is black. The general soul a little sus. So yeah, back to the song. That second part, hundred times better than the first part for me. Yeah. Um, but I actually like the sample on the first part. I think that's probably like one of the main reasons I like it. Mm. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the beats and and the the production on this. I, mm. the, again, the second part was way better than the first, and it kind of kind of upset me because I'm like, I really like that second part, but I don't know if I want to listen to a minute and a half. Of yeah. the song to get to the second part. What are your what what are your thoughts about um about songs that are split where like the first part is different and then the second part is different? Them. <laughs> I cannot fucking stand them, dude. Especially when there's like a big ass gap between them and you like, oh shit, did my music stop? And I gotta look back at my at my phone like, oh no, it's it's just that gap between the second song <laughs> like just if you're gonna put two different songs two different sounds make them two different tracks right exactly yeah i, I i'm kind of i'm kind of ha- i'm kind of partial on them like i feel like the one project where i actually didn't mind the split was um it was schoolboy q's song uh schoolboy q's song uh groovy tony forward slash eddie kane with jada kiss that for first of all Split them up. Yeah, Split. yeah. Split up. I mean, I was. I mean, I, I, I it was pal. It, it was fine for me because one, the first part was fucking hard, and I feel like I wanted to like beat somebody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just fucking an amazing first part. That second part was different, but it's still kind of connected to the first part in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in its entirety, like just split the songs up. You know what I mean? I'm saying, it's like, what do you lose? Especially if they go together, what do you lose by splitting the songs up? Yeah. 
Yeah, because because I know, and, and then also too, like to play devil's advocate, like there are certain songs where like they change, and it's from like a, it's almost kind of like a narrative perspective of them mm. changing, like uh, like my my favorite Kendrick Lamar song is "You" from "To Pimp a Butterfly," and yeah. that song changes, and you and you he could have very well split the songs, but like you know, and obviously it would have, it would have, you know, affected the narrative of the song and obviously just like the song in general, but like yeah. the beats, you know, obviously change, you know, so that I loved, you know, and then obviously the entirety of the song and everything else with it. But yeah, I think in general, yeah, it's kind of, it has to be a very, like very tactful, very tactful. And I feel like most of the time it's not for a lot of different artists and producers. Yeah. So onto the, like, while we're on this topic, one of the, biggest ones that i remember pissed me off so much was a uh, chance the rapper on acid rap yeah <laughs> he had push him in and then he had paranoia in mm. one song i think together it was like six seven minutes oh wow but after push him in there was like a good 30 40 seconds of nothing before paranoia started oh man and but it was kind of like what you said like it kind of goes together like those songs, those, those parts, they go together, but it was like, I don't need that big ass gap between them to get what you're trying to say. <laughs> like not at all. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but ever, ever since then, I can't think of another track up until now that like split the songs. Well, they had the songs together mm-hmm. and, and it, it annoyed me. But uh, Chance the <laughs> Rapper, when he put acid rap on Apple Music, he actually split them up and I was happy about that. Oh, uh, that's good. That's good. Like I was so fucking happy about that. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm so angry. Because <laughs> like, it's like you heard one part of the song and then it's like, all right, fast forward. Mm. And all right, here we go. Here's the second so hard of the song. Cause I have to fast forward through it to get to it. Yeah. It's just, it's just annoying. I agree. Um, I agree. And then. Do we play a clip of this? Set? No, wait. Uh, not We're yet. still in tray eight. We're still in tray eight, right? Uh, I think we just finished off with tray eight. Okay. Uh, did you have any lasting thoughts about it? I mean, because for for me, All I right. just I didn't like the song. I like the I think the artist sounds good. I didn't like the I didn't like the beat. I didn't like both beats. <laughs> I like I like I like both. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the artist too, mm-hmm. but the second part is one hundred percent better than the first. Uh, I do want to hear more from Trey too. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out, um, shout out to you, man. I mean, at least yeah. at least that's if and I don't know if maybe that's the point of this is <laughs> where it's like Costco and like all these artists are little samples, you know. <laughs> or like, oh, let me let me check this out in the future, you know. I mean, if that's the premise or the main. Or he's the just ultimate. trying to hit them off. He was hitting them off with some free studio time and was like, <laughs> "Give us your best minute and a half." Forty-five <laughs> seconds. Go. It isn't even done. 45 seconds. Tray eight. (laughs) It's like, all right, shit. I mean, but shit, they gave him two parts. It must have liked him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, facts. Definitely. But then uh, the next song was Shea Calhoun uh, by Shea Calhoun. Slip the bank teller a note. And this one, you could cue it up, but straight skippable for me. All right, let me play it. Every line is viable like Jim Bug with the Dockers, uh Was raised by visionaries My mission in this game is the raw dog and missionary In a hurry, never wary Sweet peas with the flaries Chalk it to the game, nigga, this is not a fairy, uh 
I stay with the power to a point. As far as getting to the point, put the pen on pinpoint. I can't lose, refuse to disappoint. Been shooting actors before Spike had a joint. I hate to critique too much because I'm not a rapper, but God, dude, like I don't think he needed to rap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And again, like I, I'm not a rapper, so like I hate to like really like critique him like that. But I just, it just sounded too amateur for me. Really? Damn. I think so. Damn. I think so. I I, I mean I it's funny because I. It's funny because I I liked I, to me as the same the, the song is the same problems as all the other ones you know and, and specifically for the ones that I like where they're too short like I like the production <clears throat> I thought the guy's flow sounded good um, I think he's I think he's I prefer the guy better than you know some of the other people in the project uh, but I just think it's you know a very short bone you know for a dog to bite you know what I mean so it's just like. I mean, was it? That's also very true too. Maybe I'm judging too much off of a minute, but yeah, yeah. and he had 30 seconds to do two bars, <laughs> three, four bars. That's true. <laughs> so I, so I was, I'll take back. Yeah. I'll take back some of my criticism. But if you got some stuff like I, I mean, our whole our whole podcast is giving new music a chance. I'm yeah. never going to write somebody off completely. So, um, I mean, cool. I'll take back some of my criticism, but I. This track, I think, was skippable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I was very, very exhausted just because of how slow, like, the, all the stuff is. So I, I definitely had some exhaustion. But, you know, listening to it again, like, I was like, you know what? I'm not I, I'm not mad at the I'm not mad at the beat. I'm not really mad at the artist. It's just, it's just a longer song. And, and just take mm-hmm. out these add-ins for every single song, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, please take it out. <laughs> And then there was the outro, which had no rapping on it. Yeah, it was just... And I was just like, yeah. leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think it was good enough to put two minutes of just yeah. instrumental. Yeah, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's an art to these, you know, like, there's... And I still stand by what I said. Like, I don't want to hear any more voicemail interludes. I don't want to hear them. Um, but when it comes to like, they didn't give you no voicemail. They gave you. I know. I know. I know. It gave me, it gave me everything else. And it, it was bad, <laughs> but there's an art to these type of things. You know, it's funny. And this is a very random example, but I still think it's funny and relevant. You remember Bone, Bone Crusher? I think he only had one album, right? Yeah, yeah. That that album was full, full of interludes, full I of can't interludes. Even say I remember that album. Really? That, like it I was, was a terrible album. I was super young. <laughs> yeah, I remember really? Bone Crusher. Oh, okay, I yeah. Like, I remember like two songs. But yeah, I don't think I've ever heard there was full. yeah, there was Yeho backup and Never Scared. Those are the only songs <laughs> I liked on the project. The rest of the songs were terrible, but the <laughs> but the interludes were so funny. <laughs> They were really good interludes. They're just kind of like, like, like just like dudes like hanging out talking shit, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Just like really funny stuff. I was just like, well, you, I'll give him not the interludes are good, but obviously, unfortunately, you know, I guess he just he didn't want to do anymore as an artist. But, yeah. but yeah, like there is an art to these to interludes and stuff. Where just you know, like don't just give me a bunch of sounds like where I could just be hearing more artists like rapping on like another song. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like use your time wisely, guys. <laughs> 
And then uh, that was the end of that project. Mm. So again, the project was uh, by Rob De Niro. Villains always prosper. Only available on Bandcamp, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah. Well, and YouTube that you mentioned. Um, yeah. I, in general, I think the artists were dope. Mm. Um, I think we needed more of the artists and less of all the other bullshit. Yeah, and that's um, it, no, I agree. Um, I was gonna say, uh, like that's another problem for me too is that like i probably wouldn't buy the album but i would buy some songs but the songs are pretty short yeah if you gave me four three three thirty four minute songs like i you know and you had this project and you had the price of it i probably buy like, like you know what let me bu- i'll buy three songs i'll buy three songs like or, or whatever or t- you know two bucks each six bucks mm-hmm. like to me that that's pretty pretty good you know what i mean but yeah it's just what you're with the amount of ad interludes at the end of every song that probably would have told to like two or three whole songs you know what i mean so it's just it's just if you're thinking about it from that entire perspective it's just like i just don't know i don't know if this is worth it like i I need more i need more so but um, I definitely still appreciate Davino for sending the music, and he yeah. has a whole bunch of other artists, uh, I guess that he produces or okay. under him. I don't know how we want to say that. I don't know all the technical terms, but he produced a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. He actually he was like, I could send you something new every week or every month or something like that, which is greatly appreciated because he already sent me like three other people. Oh, nice! I'm gonna have to check out. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, if that was music buzz, you know, our our unfiltered reviews, and that's, <laughs> I think this was probably one of the only ones that I've been like fed up with, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the other episodes that we've had, you're fed up, Preston. I, I think I was fed up with this project after a certain point, for sure. <laughs> and um, we say we say that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, there's dope artists on here, yeah. but it's just a whole lot of nonsense that didn't need to be there. Give us more mm. of the artists. Yeah. To me, this was like a Costco sample of like other artists. So like if I was to have a good takeaway from this, there's some other artists on here where I'm interested in their projects, you know, and like seeing what they've done. So if that was like one of the biggest points is to, I'm obviously that's, that is a point in, you know, in working with other artists to make music is to, to, to turn people onto their projects, you know, if yeah. they put in the work, you know, so it, it, if that was the majority of the effort, then cool. You know what I mean? I, I have some artists that I, I can check out in the future. So. And thinking about this even more as a producer, putting on a producer album, are you at that point yet? Realistically? Cause you know, most producers, they're like in the background mm. until a song that they produced blew up and then they like, you know, yeah, I did this, I did that, I did that. And then they come all together, you know? That's an interesting <laughs> point you say. A lot of a lot of producers were in the background for a long time, you know? Sci mm. high. Even Kanye produced shit before he blew up. Oh yeah, he produced like, a lot of people's shit. Yeah. So it was like he got put on later on and then he had the resume behind him to be like, yeah, I'm dope. Yeah. But when you're not a known producer and you're trying to put your shit over the artist shit, the artist is what is going to get your stuff out there. I don't think 
people are listening to just beats, you know? Like, we need the artists on top of it. I think I... I think I almost agree with with that. I think there's almost. a I think there's a few exceptions. Like there's like the Mad Libs of the world, you know, where like Mad Libs, Mad Lib, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and then. Uh, but I think I, I think f- for the most part that is true. I agree. I agree with most of that. Yeah, as far as just like you know, the artist is going to take you there, and then obviously people will look into the producer work and how it connects and stuff afterwards. So yeah, I mm. think you make a really good point. You know, I think you make a really, really good point. So yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I don't want to slight Robert De Niro, but I do think Rob De Niro, Rob De Niro with a zero. <laughs> it's not even a, Oh, it's just, it's yeah. Rob De Niro. Um, <laughs> Rob De Zero. That's it. <laughs> He's Rob. That sounds like an insult. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> I am not. I'm not sliding you, sir. I'm just trying to understand your your name. But um, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think that is just an interesting thing to think about. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe there's other projects where I'm like, this is great, and he absolutely he absolutely deserves to be the for- forefront of the project. You know, and, and then and then in its entirety, like from like a artistic slash business sense, like. It kind of goes back to my point of like the Robert Glasper experiment or black radio one or two, where it's like, yeah, I like, even though the artists like did this and we did covers, like I'm the reason why this exists in the first place. So yeah, mm-hmm. my name's going to be on the front and I respect yeah. that. Yeah. So if that's, if that's, if that's Robert De Niro's uh, thing, then hundred percent respect that salute. So also just to add on to that even more, what in this project made you think, this is a producer project if you didn't look at the at the at at the presentation there was Mm. no um what's the word i'm looking for calling card you know like there was no there was nothing in here that made it seem like all right this is the same producer this is the same producer no we the best no like oh like the the tags yeah no tag that's robbed to zero yeah no (laughs) there was no there was no three beat thing like for you Mm. know there was like nothing consistent that made me think oh this is all the same producer or even if i like the song i don't even know who the producer was like i would have to actually go look for it if i if i really cared about it that much yeah that that's a good point i agree no i i 100 percent agree with that I 100% agree with that, and I think that is important, too. You know, DJ Khaled does it too much, you know. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> you know, now now is this rapping. Khaled, like, Khaled, I know I know it's your fucking song. <laughs> I know you put this together. Please, please stop. I'm Nas. If you didn't know that, I'm Nas. Like, so let's yeah. stop, stop, stop Khaleding over my fucking bars. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a really good point, too, man. Um, and then, to me, it goes back to the point of, these songs aren't even long enough to show like how like dope the dude's production is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, I just think like, it's cool to, it's cool to have this reminiscence of like, Oh, like remember when we're like, you know, we're, we're selling these mixtapes or these, these songs where it's like, it looks like how it's written. It's like, it's on a CD or something like that. But it's like, to me, there needs to be more focus with the actual music. You know, the actual music and make the songs longer and stuff like that. Like that, those need to be more of the focus to me, 
you know, to really show the chops of the producer. Because for me, in my opinion, like a lot of these songs, the audio is a lot lower on the instrumentation side. A lot of those songs sounded like they were exported. Like the, everything wasn't exported altogether. So it was like the music was exported, then the artist rapped over it, and then it was exported again. So it compresses the music more. So when you upload it to a, to a streaming service, the music sounds compressed. And that's kind of what I heard. So it didn't give the best representation for the producer, in my opinion. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was our review for that project. Um, it seemed like you guys liked the format that we did last week with. Um, oh, we got some feed feedbacks. Yeah, we got, we got a little, little bit. Cool. People, cool. People nice. enjoyed it. Nice. Um, so we are going to talk about some extra stuff on top of here and close out with a song from the album that we've heard, of course. Cool. But, uh, so BET Awards just passed. I yeah. know I didn't watch it. Did you watch it at all? You know, I didn't. Um, I have a gripe with award shows. <laughs> I have a gripe with award shows and like, even for like BET, I, I did watch a few snippets. Um, the, the Queen Latifah Lifetime Achievement Award and just her speech and everything. That was like amazing, incredible. The best thing in the whole show that like actually yeah. mattered to me. Um, Cause it was like pretty amazing. So, and then obviously it's Queen Latifah and like, you know, her being like open as far as like, you know, her sexuality and stuff like that and acknowledging her partner, like all beautiful stuff. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely, absolutely deserved that Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, so, so salute to that. Um, and then it's as far as all the artists, it just seemed like none of it was like, oh, wow, great job. It was kind of like expected, I guess. And, I, and yeah. you know, so, yeah, it's just to, like I, I, I hate to be a pessimist on this, but when it comes to the awards in their entirety, this is why I don't really care about the Grammys. Is that all of it's a money I mean, game? Nobody cares about the Grammys. <laughs> well, people care about Grammys when you get Grammys because <laughs> that's more money opportunities. But, um, but like it's all money focused. It doesn't really represent all the artists. Like, and then even when say there's a year where they almost get it right, they fuck it up. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the it's kind of like when Kendrick should have won and uh, and uh, Macklemore and Ryan Macklemore Lewis did. won, and he was even like, <clears throat> I am so sorry like he just hit his cat or something mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, i am so sorry i got this and you didn't you know like so yeah but going back to bt awards uh i i didn't i, I didn't get to watch the whole thing i saw a decent people who won quality thing was awesome and uh yeah was kind of my thoughts on that so uh, i just looked up the uh nominations of who won we just go over a few of them yeah, uh, yeah. album of the year out of the weekend, the baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Jasmine Sullivan, Nas, and Chloe X Halle. Um, Jasmine Sullivan won with Hotels, and I'm actually surprised about that one. Really? Yeah, I didn't know it was that popular. I mean, I I listened to it, and it was cool. But I mean, it definitely, I definitely felt like it was a project for women. You know, I just mm, yeah think when I think album of the year, I think something that you know hits all of the audience. You know. That's interesting. I don't think I agree and then with especially, that. But that's interesting. I mean, that's just how I feel. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But then with the baby and Megan Thee Stallion on here, I mean, like they had huge years. Yeah. Especially compared to Jasmine Sullivan, like Jasmine Sullivan just kind of like reappeared, at, like, <laughs> and it was like, oh shit, Jasmine Sullivan is back. Yeah. Which is dope, but I, I definitely wasn't expecting an album of the year win yeah. over 
the popular artist that's been out. You're, I mean, you're probably right. It probably was like not an upset, but a surprise. You know, yeah. for, for people that were watching it. It's. I actually interviewed the producer of Hotels, uh, Jairus Mosey. Um, yeah, do you remember you mentioned that? Yeah, he produced he produced hotels, and uh, I, I interviewed him. So shout out to shout out to check you, out sir. the four forty. Check out the four forty. Check out Jerris Mosey's episode. It's really good. He has some really amazing stories on there. But um, yeah, I love that project, and I listened to it. I was like, yeah, like I was like, this is really really good. Um, yeah. So shout out to shout out to her. But yeah, I mean that was a very difficult category. If we were to compare just you know apples to apples as far as like each each of those projects because they all had really great albums clay haley yeah. had a really good project and and obviously make the stallion and the baby so <clears throat> just just slide right over nas <laughs> oh well he won a grammy well, I, I think he, he won a grammy so i'm not gonna <laughs> but I do, I, even then I, th- I still think king disease wasn't one of my favorites oh you my know. god okay uh, thank you for joining the music but <laughs> thank you for listening we were editing the we were editing the show right now Right, you give, you give me, give me mad at you, bro. Are you serious? I don't think it was one of my favorites. I, that's all I said. It's not bad. I just don't think it was one of my favorites. Oh man. Out <laughs> of that, anyway. Oh well, well. Let me ask you then. While we're talking about this, out of those pro- albums and artists, do you think another album should have gotten it for best album there? Um, I feel like me just being a hip hop head, I would say Nas. Uh-huh. Just because yeah. it's Nas compared to the other artists that's on there, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have too much to say about because I don't really listen to the other artists too much. But I'll, based off of popularity, I'm surprised mm-hmm. it wasn't Megan Thee Stallion or the Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just based off of popularity. Yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah, definitely, especially with Megan Thee Stallion because she's had Jesus, yeah, getting shot, releasing <laughs> 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 projects, talking about how she's a bad bitch still, like. You think she would have got it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think she would have got it. And then there was the best collaboration was Cardi B and Megan the sign a WAP. I'm, I don't think that was much of a surprise at all. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone would object to that. Um, <laughs> best female R&B pop artist, her. I still didn't get to her album. Oh, man. But I'm it's not surprised a, about that one either. It's a joke. But a, actually, I am kind of surprised. Explain because yourself, Beyonce, Preston. Beyonce is on there. You know how Beyonce fans are. But she's barely, she's barely put Beyonce, anything. She's barely put anything matter. out. Beyonce fans are fucking crazy. <laughs> the, 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 bee, on there, vote, the bees, the bees. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're kind of crazy. But yeah, I mean, her. The this is a long time coming, and God damn it, it was fucking really yeah. good. I didn't like every single song, but there's a the, the first song, incredible, really, really good. Uh, obviously, damage is on there, which is you know one of my favorite songs. Like this year or the past few years um fucking uh bloody waters with uh thundercat featuring incredible like absolute trouble man yeah, vibes dope. i heard that one uh yeah yeah i mean a little thing little think a uh, little baby he, he uh, featured one of those uh she did a project she did a song with chris brown like some good shit on there definitely check it out man and speaking of chris brown he won best male r&b pop artist and how what has he released I, yeah, that that is kind of weird because he because <laughs> in, Indigo he released like four different variations of it, <laughs> and then Anderson Pack was on there one, and then Giveon. So like those are two people I would say deserve the 
deserve the the reward for this, the award for this. You, you know what I will, uh, you know what I will agree with you on, because I know you had a gripe as far as like where's their fucking album. What I <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the one thing that I will agree with, because I guess Supersonic they were they were named as like the best new group, right? Uh, I heard they got best yes, new group. Yes, they were. So that's Sonic, that's yeah. bullshit. Like, <laughs> like one song. That's one fucking song. <laughs> like that is fucking bullshit. I am so fucking sorry. Like that that to me that makes zero sense. And that is just like and plain money Chloe, play. Chloe and Halley were on there. Yeah, they should have fucking got it. I mean, who, 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 who one Savage, Metro Boomin, Chris uh, Brown, and Young Thug, City Girls, and Migos. That was a root. That was. <laughs> Chris Brown and Young Thug, that project was fucking dope. <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will say that there and that song City Girls was fucking dope. But yeah. um, even the song before that too. But uh, on the project. But um, but yeah, man, it's, come on, best, best group, group one song, one song, guys, come <laughs> on. Like if the, if the album was out and they they did the noms, you know, like I would be a little more like, oh well, yeah, like I mean, it was great. But one, you can't you can't do that to me for one song. I'm sorry. And then uh, Best New Artist, Giveon got that. Kudos to him. I don't think it should have went any other way. Yeah, yeah. Personally, at least. But Jack Harlow gets gets a lot of gets a gets a lot of popularity, from mm-hmm. what I know. I yeah. haven't listened to him myself. So I, I, I yeah, think he could have been a runner up. Yeah, I've lightly listened to it, very lightly. I need to, I need to try to go through, you know, go through him a little more as far as the songs, but. Yeah, yeah, I need to go through more, some more Giveon stuff as well. So I'm definitely Giveon not mad stuff. at that. Yeah, yeah. Best female hip hop artist, Megan Thee Stallion, won over Sweetie, Lotto, Doja Cat, Coyle Ray, and Cardi B. No, I'm not really surprised there either. Yeah. Best male hip hop artist, Lil Baby, over J. Cole and Drake and Pop Smoke. Hmm. <laughs> You know, that's that's probably to me, that's the most difficult nom because yeah. because, you know, obviously pop pop smoke, you know, rest in peace. The, the things that have been released have been insane, super yeah. good. And, you know, and he was a, he was a very talented, talented artist. Um, little baby has been fucking killing it, though. He has been doing insane work. Everything that he's on, he destroys. So, like, yeah. he, he really he's. You know he he's really he's really brought it, um, and I agree that J Cole didn't get it. You know I I, I agree with that. You know I because that album was mid. It was not <clears throat> mid. We discussed this. You know, <laughs> we discussed this. I'm not bringing this up again. Um, but so check out the last episode if you have. Yes, yes, because <laughs> I I go off. Um, but uh, but yeah, as far as like, I I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. I mean, little, little baby's been. He's been giving us some A one, you know, like like legitimate dope stuff. Yeah. You know, his his uh project with uh, Lil Durk is pretty good too. I don't know if you listen to that. I think nah. a lot of songs sound the same, but when they're in their bag, it's like nuts. Little baby, little baby, little Durk, oh damn, oh damn, a little crazy. And then, uh, best international act. Uh, I don't know. Any of these artists other than Wizkid and Burna Boy, Burna Boy won. Oh yeah, so, um, that was a vibe. I'm, I'm not surprised about that. Burna Boy's fire. That song, yeah, that that project is mad yeah. vibes. I listened to that. I was like, okay, I, I get the vibes. Yeah. Viewers' choice: Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Savage. 
video of the year, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion WAP. Mm. Um, and that's it for the music side of things. Nice. Nice. But now that we're done with that, can we talk about this trash double XL freshman list? <laughs> <laughs> sure, fuck it. We're at we're at an hour twenty three, but fuel it. <laughs> Shit. All right, let's end it with this. All right. All right. <laughs> So, well, first of all, what was the last time you cared about a double XL freshman list cover? I can't tell you when I have. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you when I have. <laughs> Do you remember the last one? You were like, oh, these people are dope. No, man. No? I'm not too privy on. I'm not too, like, I don't pay attention to those enough, I guess. I think the last one that I remember the most was probably the one that had Chance the Rapper on it. Um, mm. I don't remember what year it was. Was it the big day? Because that was trash. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is when, this is still Acid Rap Day. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Who was on there? Just based off of one clip that I'm seeing, Chance the Rapper, Isaiah Rashad, August Alcina, mm. uh, Kevin Gates. This was 14, 2014. Damn, that was a long ass time okay. ago. <laughs> Well, yeah, like a, a lot of those artists, I was like, all right, they deserve to be up here. They all had stuff out at that time, and they were all pretty good. But ever since then, I feel like it's been slacking. It's probably like one or two artists that's on there that I ever like. And it's, it's the same thing with this one. So on this freshman list is 42 Doug. No idea who the hell he is. Uh, Pooh Shiesty. I've heard of him, but... I never cared to listen. At- Atlanta cat. He's he is talented. I, I hope he's going through some some legal trouble right now. Hopefully. Yeah, I seen I seen something about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flo Millie. Uh, is that? Oh fuck. What's Mo Moray Mori? Was that mm-hmm. is that that guy? I believe. I think. Um. Damn, I'm looking at their at names. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me just look this up real quick. But yeah, man, I think this 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 is showing my age. You naming this <laughs> these <laughs> these artists, I'm like, ah, I know. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. I, I am familiar with Pooh Shiesty. Yeah, All right, uh, so it's um, Mori, Indior, Lakea, DDG, Forty Two Doug, Ruby Rose, Blast, Pooh Shiesty, Two C, Coyle Ray, and Flo Millie. And out of this list, I know. Of three, and I like two. <laughs> Damn. Well, I know of four. I know of four. Yeah. The only ones that I really like the Mori and Blast. Okay. Blast is dope ass R and B, and Mori, I feel like he has a uh, he has he has some good tracks. Yeah. I haven't looked too deep into him yet though. Hmm. Mm. How many of those sound familiar to you? <laughs> One, <laughs> two. <laughs> I mean, shout out to all their success, man. But <laughs> you, who's the two? Who should uh, I see? Who else? And Flo Millie. Wow, you haven't heard of Coil Ray? Sounds familiar. Surprise. A little Asian-looking girl. Which I don't even think she's Asian now. A little skinny girl. Uh, what's the song? Something about cat and purring, big cat. Or a little cat purr or some shit. I don't know. Oh, if you lost me. But yeah, she she seemed to be getting some traction on the socials. Okay. But yeah, I, was, I don't care about the double XL list. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's not gonna do it for me. <laughs> All right, well, that was the end of uh, episode eight of the Music Buds and our re- album review and a little extra topped on to that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna play a little close... bit of. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say let's close out with that first track of the album that we listened to. Uh, Pay the villain. Line. Pay the villain. Yeah, because I think that's the only one we didn't play. Cool. Did you have anything you want to close out with before we leave? Uh, well, first and foremost, uh, Rob Nero and uh, all the ex- you know other executive who, who worked on it. Uh, thanks so much for reaching out to us and sending the stuff. Um, you know, you definitely uh, put us on some of these really talented artists here in the project. Thank you for that. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, definitely appreciate you for sending the music. Um, definitely gonna check out the other artists you sent me as well. Uh, I know if you, even if it sounded like we were shitting on stuff, like I said, the whole point of this podcast is we 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 never write anybody off completely. So um, yeah, appreciate it either way. And uh, that was episode eight. Thank you for listening. As always, we do have the Apple Music podcast, uh, not podcast playlist of all the music that we recommend. These songs won't be on there, not because we didn't like any of them, but because it's not on any streaming service. Um, and Jarrell is trying to talk me into making a Spotify to get that playlist out there Jeez. even more. Please, <laughs> people would listen, more people. And then, um, you know, follow us on our social media, the music buds with two D's. And Jarrell has his, has his, uh, own social medias as well. Yeah. What was it at J Powell Music? Uh, yeah, J yeah, J Powell Music. And uh, we will catch you next week. We'll come in with some new music, and hope you were able to add some music to your earbuds. Cool. Peace out. Peace. One punch and shatter your glass eye Mad holes clocking my moves This be the last time, it's crazy I try to shine bright but the game's shady I sun rappers and treat them like Brenda's baby I grind far from lazy cause I'm getting money daily Betray me, go to war like a Palestine Israeli Baby, your skills is falling off so maybe you can blame me The villain came to make a killer, nigga you should pay me Punch The villain always prospers. The villain always prospers.